and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. Back with another episode. Thanksgiving is in the books. It's in the rearview mirror. It's over. It's done with. Now, Christmas is what? Three weeks away? That's that's absolutely insane to me that we're only a few weeks away from Christmas. Uh, when I'm recording this, tomorrow's December 1st. Time is flying by so fast. Like I got married in August and it's already pretty much Christmas, the end of the year. Wow. Um, but let's talk some Disney. Let's get into it. Before we do all of that, though, I got to plug everything here. The socials, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, got to be honest, though, Instagram and TikTok, those are the big two. Those are the two. I'm trying to make a push for 10,000 followers. I want to see that 10K on my profile. That'd be pretty cool. Um, You know, Instagram and TikTok, I post, uh, you know, I post like the same reels on both. Um, But Instagram, I'll post, you know, more regular posts and pictures and stories. I try to post stories all the time. Um, Love talking Disney with you guys. So if you want to talk Disney with me, feel free to shoot me a DM. My DMs are always open. Whether you have a question, a comment, ideas or suggestions for the show, top 10 list ideas, anything like that, or you just want to stop by, say hi, uh, tell me how much you love the show, how much you hate the show, um, or if you just find something cool, you know, something Disney-related, something sports-related, anything like that, feel free to send it my way. I know um, there's a bunch of you guys. We always kind of send um, posts and memes and pictures back and forth, so feel free to hit me up there. Uh, wherever you're listening to this, if you can hit that subscribe button, uh, leave a rating and a review. If you leave me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very uh, next episode. You guys know I love reading those. It really helps keep me going, keeps me motivated, makes me feel good. Got to be honest. With that being said, uh, if you're a Spotify listener, uh, I'm a Spotify listener as you hear my dog uh, in the background sneezing. Um, if you're uh, on Spotify and you do that Spotify rap thing, that's pretty cool. You'll see probably all your Instagram friends like post about it. It shows you like your favorite um, songs throughout the year, like most played songs, most played artists, genres, stuff like that. Uh, they also they also do it for podcasts. So if you're uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify and you do your Spotify Wrapped and you have the Disney World Today podcast in your top five or most listened to, anything like that, uh, tag me on Instagram or send me. Uh, send me a screenshot on Instagram. I'd love to share that. Uh, or I just, even if, even if you don't want me to share it, I'd love to see it. And just so I can thank you personally, you guys are the best. Um, I got to see like my analytics for the year and like it said, like my podcast from 2021 to 2022 grew like 800%. Like that's, that's absolutely insane. And, you know, I'm definitely motivated to, uh, keep going and, you know, keep cranking out these episodes weekly. So, like I said, if you've if I'm if I made your top five, if I'm lucky enough, uh, send me a screenshot. Last week we had to talk about the big news. Obviously, it broke the internet there for a while. Bob Chappick fired. He resigned. He walked away. He stepped down. Whatever you want to say, however you want to say it, he was fired. Let's be honest. They pushed him out. They forced him out. Um, Bob Iger has taken over. We're now like two weeks into his reign. It's it's going to be a process, guys. It's going to be he's not going to he's a professional. He probably has a decent relationship with Chapic. Um even if he doesn't, he wants to keep it civil. 
you know, if he walks in and immediately starts undoing the things that he did, it's going to make Chepa look even, you know, worse than before. And you know, I'm sure he doesn't want to do that. He probably wants him to get another job somewhere else. But I think in time, I think we'll see some changes. I think the reservation system will go away. The one that I'm really pushing for, the one I really, really hope happens is that he gets rid of Genie Plus or just gets rid of the paid option. I that's the one that's the one that's a plain and simple money grab. It's a service that by staying on Disney property and going to Disney and paying these prices, like it should be included. And it's been free since it started in what, like 1997 or eight. And now all of a sudden you start charging for it. It's not cheap and make it go away. Just make it go away. You know, they're going to raise their park admission prices every year. That's going to happen. But if you're going to do that, at least don't nickel and dime us for every little thing. And don't charge us for stuff that we've never had to pay for, you know, for almost 30 years. You know, like they've done that enough. We pay for parking. You pay, you know, to park at the hotel. You pay a resort fee. Um, you know, they got rid of Magical Express. The prices go up. At least give us the fast pass. And I think in time, I hope that one happens. I really do. I think the reservation system is going to be the first to go. That and the park hopping. I think that's going to happen pretty soon. But we'll see. We'll see what I I don't know what his plan is. He may try to tackle the non-park stuff first. He may try to tackle Disney+. Plus. They have their own issues. He may try to tackle stuff with, you know, maybe Disney Sea, Disneyland, uh, the other properties like Fox and ESPN, ABC. So we'll see what he does. He's got a lot on his plate. He's got a lot of expectations. But, you know, he's stepping into a role that because he's not Bob Chappick, I think people are going to be happy. You know, the stock price went up immediately as soon as he took over. So it's going to be a process, and uh, we'll kind of see where this goes. But today, this episode, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite Disney resorts. I think a somewhat underrated resort, uh, as you can see in the title. We're going to be talking about Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, a, uh, a deluxe resort, a vacation club resort. And like I said, I think it's somewhat underrated. And, uh, you know, I, when thinking of topics, I was going to do this one last week because it was kind of like a filler in between like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, so maybe in the next couple weeks, we'll do some Christmas themed episodes. But for this one, just kind of want to do a deep dive, just kind of talk about one of my favorite resorts, Saratoga Springs. So here we go. Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Whenever you ask someone what their favorite Disney World resort is, you usually hear them say something like the contemporary, Polynesian, Grand Floridian, those seem to be the popular ones, you know, and, and the thing about Disney resorts, well, there's a few things. One, it's hard to pick just one favorite. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I've been to Disney plenty of times and it feels like my favorite kind of changes um, throughout the years. 
When I was a kid, my absolute favorite was Dixie Landings, um, which is now Port Orleans Riverside. And that was my favorite solely because that's where we stayed the most. That's where we went with my entire family, nine of us. We would get the conjoining rooms, you know, with the door that kind of, uh, they were right next to each other and the door that separated them. So we'd like open up the door and I could just, you know, kind of run back and forth and play with my cousins. And, you know, we're all there together. And it, it the rooms especially, like, it's just a normal, you know, hotel room. Especially back then in the 90s, you know, two beds and a TV and a bathroom in each room. You know, it wasn't anything special. But I loved the area. We loved the food court. Um, even though uh, at one point, I think we were staying in the alligator bayou section. And there's like a bunch of old timey pictures in our room. And like we were like eight, nine years old and kind of freaked us out. We didn't like that. But, you know, we loved walking to the food court. We loved the arcade. We loved the pool. That was my favorite resort. You know, and then we got a little older, we got a little bigger, uh, and we stayed at Old Key West for a few years, few years. And for that stretch, that was my favorite hotel because, again, you know, I'm with my family, my entire family. There's nine of us now. We're in, you know, a what two bedroom, you know, villa at Old Key West. Uh, me and my cousins are, you know, sharing a sofa bed. You know, it's bigger. There's like a living room. There's a kitchen. There's a balcony. You know, we liked the pool. That was my favorite. And it kind of, you know, happens in stages like that. Um, you know, I'd say for a while, uh, you know, Swan and Dolphin was my favorite for, for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, Art of Animation, I, I hold very close to my heart because I have a lot of good memories there. And for a value resort, it doesn't feel like a value resort. When it comes to Saratoga Springs, I have always felt that it was underrated. Um, and I think it's overlooked unless you stay there. I remember the first time I was ever there, my, my aunt got vacation club uh, in the mid-2000s, uh, right after Saratoga Springs opened. So she, Saratoga Springs is her home resort. And we were lucky enough to um, kind of go down to Disney at the same time. You know, we were able to spend like a day or two you know, together. And she was staying at Saratoga Springs. I think we were at Swan and Dolphin. So we went over and kind of visited her at Saratoga Springs to check out the room, check out, you know, you know the vacation club resort that she just bought into. And I remember being like, I was probably like 15 or 16 and not being really that impressed. Like the room was nice because it had a kitchen, but I didn't like the theming. I didn't like that the buildings you had to kind of like drive to. Um, you know, I was also 15, 16, you know, what do I know? It wasn't until I want to say 2014, um, when I stayed there with my family uh, for the first time, that I, I grew an appreciation for it. And then I stayed there on my last trip in 2021. And if you were to ask me right now, Kevin, what's your favorite resort? It would be between Saratoga Springs and I think the Polynesian, which I have never even stayed at. You know, And maybe that'll change in the future. You know, but as of now, Saratoga Springs is one of my favorite and I think it's underrated. And like I said, I think it's underrated and underappreciated by people who've never stayed there. So I'm going to do a little mini deep dive into Saratoga Springs. We'll kind of get into the background uh, about the resort, some information, some facts. We love facts here. Um, and then we'll just kind of talk about why it's underrated, why I think it's underrated. So let's jump on in here. It opened in 2004. Uh, in a few different phases, and that kind of matches up with my timeline 
uh, of my aunt buying the vacation club, I want to say in like 2004 or five. We went down to visit her when I was 15, which would be 2005. So that was my first look at it. And, you know, when it opened, I don't think there was a lot of fanfare around it. You know, I think it was, it opened more of like people who were going to buy vacation club, like they got excited about it. Like that's who they were pitching to. And, you know, up here in Chicago, um, there was a, this one big mall, Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg, Illinois, uh, huge mall. Uh, they used to have a Disney Vacation Club store there where you could go and they would have, um, you know, cast members and you could get a preview or get a tour of exact to scale rooms of what the, the Vacation Club was. And every once in a while, we would kind of go there and walk around. And my parents were interested. And, you know, I remember Saratoga Springs was one of the rooms. So I remember checking out that, that store and walking around. And, uh, you know, we got a preview of the Saratoga Springs room. I remember my dad, you know, not being super impressed. I remember my dad always saying that he wanted to wait. He said, so this is 2004. I remember my dad saying then, he's like, I'm going to wait until they put a vacation club in the contemporary. Like, that's what he said back then. You know, so when we were walking around the Saratoga Springs room, you know, he wasn't too impressed. He was, they were thinking about buying vacation club, but I don't think they were too serious yet. Um, I also remember a few years later, or maybe around the same time, going there and seeing the Anim Animal Kingdom Lodge room set up. It was such a cool store, you know, especially being a kid. Um, every time we would go, like, they'd give us, like, a sticker and, like, free soda and, like, some snacks and stuff. And they'd, then they'd, of course, at the end, try to sit down and try to convince my parents uh, to buy, and we never did. But that was, like, my first kind of experience with Saratoga Springs, you know? It was just kind of there. I always kind of considered it just like a vacation club resort like the only people that were staying there were vacation club owners and you know I was younger didn't really understand everything didn't really have um, taste if you will um, you know it's the largest vacation club resort you know there's so much land over there um, and it's situated right next to Old Key West um, you know, close to, to Disney Springs. I almost called it downtown Disney there. Wow. Um, and I, I mentioned the theming briefly. I didn't really like it back then. Like it's themed after kind of old timey upstate New York, uh, Saratoga Springs, I think is a, an actual town or city, but it's kind of themed after like the upstate New York, like the old, like horse racing days. Um, which is why when you go to the resort, you'll see like a horse statue, you'll see kind of horse, like horse racing and like that derby kind of feel and style to the rooms and to the uh to to the resort in general like there's a horse statue like right by the main lobby um so that's part of the reason why i think it's kind of underrated or maybe overlooked uh is a better term like it's not disney themed it's not you know when you when you think of theming like i don't think there's a big demand for upstate old-timey horse racing new york um, at least not that I know of, like, look at like the contemporary, it's cool, it's modern, it has a monorail that goes through it, Polynesian, Hawaiian themed, Grand, Grand Floridian, super fancy, Animal Kingdom Lodge has animals, like, so on and so forth, like, all these other resorts have, like, these, um, popular kind of characteristics to it, you know, Wilderness Lodge, people love going camping in a campground and a lodge, you know, Saratoga Springs, probably not the highest demand or 
you know, the, the biggest interest in old-timey upstate New York. Now, since it is a uh, deluxe resort, that means it comes with some amenities that you won't find at some of the value and moderate resorts. Uh, the official title of the resort is Resort and Spa, so obviously it does have a full-service spa, uh, or at least when it's open. Uh, I went last year, or the you know 2021 when I got engaged, uh, the spa still wasn't open because of COVID, COVID uh, regulations, which sucked because... Um, you know, we got engaged there. I thought it would have been really cool and special to like have a couple's massage the next morning or maybe that day, something like that, just to kind of relax and celebrate, you know, the moment and the occasion. But they do have a spa. They get like massages and manicures and pedicures and stuff like that. Uh, they also have a fitness center, an arcade. They have Surrey and bike rentals around the resort. They have a uh, basketball court, tennis court. And they have like a community hall area that they call it. Um, which they have like activities for like kids and like arts and crafts and movies and stuff. And then they also have the Lake Buena Vista golf course is kind of shared on the property as well. So just want to kind of dive into that a little bit. The fitness center, I got to talk about it. Uh, if you guys know me, you listen to me, you follow me. I love working out. I love fitness. My, my wife loves fitness. She has a fitness Instagram page. Like she's so good. Um, at all of her like posts and training and everything. We love working out. When we go to Disney, we like to work out. We like to work out on vacation. We're those people, you know. Working out for us, it's it's not a chore, you know. It's, it's something that helps us deal with stress. It helps us feel better. And we just love it. We love working out. We love, you know, kind of trying to improve our bodies and our mindsets and everything. And that's part of the reason why we're together is that we were both into fitness. So when we go on vacation, we like to work out. And when, uh, before our trip, like I was talking up the fitness center so much, like I'm so glad it lived up to her expectations because, you know, the last time I was there, my buddy Chris came with me and he's another workout guy. And I'll never forget, like one day, you know, we go to the parks, we get back to the resort. It's like midnight, you know, we're like 23, 24 years old. We're like, hey, we're on vacation. We got some energy. Let's go get a workout in. So we walked down to the fitness center at midnight and had a hell of a lift. Um, and the fitness center is great. It's open 24 hours. It's super clean. It's super nice. It's big. They have every machine that you would need to have a good workout. Plenty of cardio and treadmills and stuff. Plenty of dumbbells and free weights. Plenty of machines. Everyone I've taken there, my buddy Chris, you know, my, my parents, my sister who are, you know, they like, you know, working out casually. My, my wife, she's into fitness. Like, it's a great fitness center. It's not your standard typical hotel gym. You know, I think you guys, we've all been uh, in a hotel gym where it's two treadmills and a yoga mat, <laughs> you know. This is a legit fitness center. I love it, you know, the, the atmosphere atmosphere is great they have every machine and and they have plenty of um you know uh what else like everything you need like bosu balls yoga mats exercise bands you know everything like that as well to have a good workout and i just i love working out there you know i think that when we went i think we probably only worked out maybe twice you know because there's days you're just too tired but just having that option you know going being able to work out there on like on our off day was amazing like we had it scheduled like we weren't going into the parks. We we're going to wake up a little later, have a good breakfast, 
get an afternoon workout in, go to the hot tub, you know, go to Disney Springs. It's great. And I, I love it. Um, I've heard some rumors that they were doing some construction there and they were maybe going to change it. I, I really hope that's not true. I really hope they don't change this one. It's in, in my opinion, it's the best fitness center on Disney World property. Um, and I've had, you know, a, a few of you guys reach out and agree with me. So love the fitness center. I had to, you know, had to spend a few minutes there talking about that. Um, what else we got? The pools are great. Um, you know, the main pool is like the zero entry. Uh, has a water slide. Has like the, uh, you know, it's right next to the, the main lobby. Has two hot tubs at the main pool, which is great because... After a long, you know, long night of uh, or long day of walking in the parks, even though it's like 95 degrees out, sometimes you just got to sit in the hot tub. You know, it helps heal the muscles, helps get rid of the soreness, feels good. Especially like when you go at night, it feels great. And, uh, you know, as we all know, on vacation, especially at Disney, sometimes if there's only one hot tub, it gets a little crowded. You have little kids jumping in uh, at this pool. There's two, so that's uh, that's great. And I know... You know, they have like some kind of, they have, uh, you know, smaller pools scattered around like the different buildings. Where we stayed last year, it was perfect. We had our own kind of little pool. We had a, uh, a bar at the pool. There was a like kids little play area that wasn't even open. Um, but just, it was big, plenty of chairs. Love having the, uh, the refillable mug station right there. So every time we'd, you know, go to the pool, I'd be able to fill up my mug with, you know, water lemonade coke whatever it whatever i wanted um that pool was great it had a hot tub as well and what i loved most about it was that they weren't enforcing the 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 pool hours you know some disney pools they lock the gate you can't get in or they'll shoo you out there were plenty of times last year where we would get back from the parks at like midnight the pool was still open so we'd kind of just walk down you know, maybe hang out in the hot tub, put our feet in the hot tub, hang out by the pool, have some drinks, the refillable mug station. They didn't close either. Like it was perfect. I loved it. You know, we weren't causing a scene, you know, we weren't, you know, causing a lot of noise or, you know, being crazy, anything like that. We were just relaxing by the pool, having some drinks and it was perfect. It was great. We weren't the only ones there too. Um, I'll never forget too. Like it was like one of the first or second nights, I think we walked back from disney springs me and my wife we walked back so we're tired we're exhausted we're sweaty we're walking past the pool to our room and she's just like you know what i can't i'm, I'm just gonna jump in so i grabbed i took her phone and she literally just walked over and jumped in the pool with all her clothes on just had to cool off you know got out we walked back to the hotel like super refreshing and it's just like memories like that like it was just perfect and i need to get a little nitpicky here again um the basketball court like i said this is a deluxe resort resort and spa has a nice fitness center nice pools the basketball court was so run down it it legitimately like upset me like i played basketball my entire life i played in college i like you know shooting hoops for fun i like shooting hoops for a workout and it's disney like i have such high expectations like the hoop was like a basketball hoop that you would find like down the street from my house in December like it was the the actual like court and like the ground was cracked and and had like you know weeds and grass in it the hoop itself the net was like half ripped off 
the hoop and the like the rim was like this old steel rim like again like again you would find here in chicago like at the parks like these big thick steel rims that they they put in so that it can like withstand like the winters and kids hanging on it and stuff and it was it was just so disappointing because like there's there's just certain things i love doing you know i love working out on vacation i love you know walking like going for a walk with a nice coffee i love especially in the hot weather i love putting on my headphones and just kind of shooting hoops and when i when i was there doing that it was just like wow like i thought about like going and buying my own net and putting it up like that's how that's how disappointed i was so just that's super nitpicky but if you're a hooper if you're a basketball player i think you would understand and agree with me like especially at disney like i stayed at swan and dolphin they had these legit uh basketball hoops there that were like gorilla glass top of the line like portable you could raise and lower it if you wanted to um and i don't know if they're still there because they were they were building that new hotel there but some of my favorite memories just going down you know to the pool area bringing my basketball shooting hoops for you know 15 20 minutes getting all sweaty then jumping right in the pool like i love doing that uh and the hoop bothered me at saratoga something super small super nitpicky uh but i had to uh, get that off my chest also at the resort they have like their own uh disney vacation club kind of preview center and sales center so that if you know if you're staying there and you like what you see you're like hey i like this room i like this view i like this resort let's buy vacation club let's make this our home resort you can kind of um talk to a cast member and you know kind of get the whole rundown i believe again i don't know if this is still true but if you are interested in buying you know anywhere on property i think you would drive to saratoga and they had like it wasn't just for like saratoga springs like previews like whatever the newest room was i think they had mock-ups and like previews there so like bay lake or whatever you know riviera whatever the newest ones were I think that was kind of just like the home base uh, for, you know, Disney Vacation Club buying and, and uh, you know, getting the whole run down there. Like I mentioned earlier, they have the Lake Bonavista golf course there as well that they kind of share the property with. And I got to say, I'm, I'm not the biggest golfer. It's, it's on my bucket list of things to, like, get better at. Like, I can go to the driving range and, and hit some balls, but I'm not good at golf. And again, on this last trip, like... Where our room is situated, we were, you know, like the building closest to the main lobby. So every morning when I would walk down to get my coffee and something to eat, I'd walk past our pool and then I'd walk past the golf course and just seeing the golfers out there on vacation, you know, it's like 7 a.m., beautiful day, hitting golf balls. Like it, it really made me want to learn how to play golf. And I think playing a round of golf at Walt Disney World is now a bucket list thing for me. And you know, I love all the Disney golf merchandise. It's like, I think a part of me is like just jealous. Like I wish they had that for like everything like Disney basketball, Disney baseball, Disney volleyball, like these sports that I like religiously follow and play. Um, so I'm like, dang, they don't have that. They got Disney golf though. So I guess I got to learn that. But you know, also from like our balcony, you can kind of see the golf course too. It's just such a nice view. So peaceful. Um, you know, the golf course itself, I, I believe it's a pretty legit course. Like, it's a, it's a nice course. Uh, and I assume those morning uh, tee times are the uh, the top picks there because I don't know how many people that want to go golfing when it's 95 at, you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. All right, let's talk about what they have to offer food-wise. Um, not really too many options. Uh, they do have a 
kind of more casual sit-down restaurant there, the Turf Club Grill that kind of serves a typical American cuisine of, you know, steak and, and fish and shrimp and stuff like that. I've never eaten there. Um, you know, I don't think it's really kind of ranked up there as, you know, a, a must-do uh, when it comes to Disney restaurants, especially at resorts when you kind of have to go out of your way to go to them and, you know, especially at Saratoga Springs, like you're not connected or not close to, you know, the Magic Kingdom or Epcot or one of the parks where you can justify, you know, going there for dinner and then going right to the parks. Um, you know, so if you're in the mood and you're staying there, you know, steak, chicken, shrimp, salmon, a little more on the pricey side, it looks like a, a six ounce uh, filet is 38 bucks. I'm sure that's going to go up. Um, but you get... Uh, Nice views of the golf course and the waterway as well. I believe that's the Sasagula. Um, you know, I, I would I would check it out if I if we were to stay there again and wanted just like a nice meal. Um, I'd be interested in checking it out. Uh, my favorite though is probably their quick service, uh, the Artist Palette. This is their main quick service. You know, they don't have a food court. This is the one that's you know it's connected to the main lobby. It's you know. 20 feet from the uh, the main pool. They have the drink, uh, the refillable mug station there. They have a little gift shop in there. And of course the food and they have this like a couple of shelves and like a, a few refrigerators full of like groceries if you if you do need some stuff. And I gotta say that I, I like their quick service food there. We love their breakfast. They have good breakfast sandwiches, good breakfast options. Um, their dessert options were limited. Um, kind of disappointed in that. You know, for breakfast, actually, um, I was getting myself, I believe, like one of the breakfast sandwiches. And my wife was ordering um, one of the kids' menu specials, one of the kids' menu entrees, because I think they had like an egg white omelet, I want to say, or maybe it was a breakfast sandwich, or you got to choose or something. And it came with a side, it came with. Um, you know, either a, a chocolate milk or a water or something like that. And it was a good size, like good portions. It was cheaper and it came with like these cool sides and like an extra drink. Like I had my refillable mug with like coffee, but if I wanted like a chocolate milk or a water, uh, it worked out that way. And you know, for like lunch and dinner and stuff, they have like pizzas and flatbreads and sandwiches. Uh, they have a decent Italian sub, but mostly we liked going there for the breakfast. Like I said, they have, you know, connected to you know the the food shop there like it, it's a it's kind of a weird setup it's not really separated by anything it's like you have the quick service the groceries and like the gift shop like all in one small area uh they probably could expand that and uh you know the gift shop's nothing special they don't have uh you know a huge variety or huge selection but i do like that they have you know saratoga springs merchandise you know stuff with the logo and you know the that says saratoga on it and stuff so a nice little area nice little seating area they have like um um you know connected to their uh, like i said is the main lobby so perfect for when you're waiting you know can stop by look around in the gift shop uh, maybe get a snack as well now besides those places to eat um there are some like pool bars that might have food i'm not a hundred percent sure maybe some like snacks and appetizers I know there's some pool bars you can get drinks, uh, alcoholic beverages, uh, but there's also the Turf Club Lounge, which is like uh, more connected to the golf course, um, kind of more for, you know, if you're going golfing after you finish your round, you could go there, have some drinks, 
they have like light foods, snacks, appetizers, and uh, beer and alcoholic beverages. So pretty much just the two places, Artist Palette and the, uh, you know, the, the casual sit-down restaurant. Not too many choices, but uh, the food's decent. Not something I would go out of my way for, uh, but as far as quick service, I, I totally enjoyed going there for breakfast every morning. All right, now let's talk about probably the main reason why uh, I think it's an underrated resort. It's right next to Disney Springs. It's connected by a walkway. You could take a boat. And, you know, us Disney people, we love our areas. You know, we love the Magic Kingdom area, the resort area with Contemporary and Polynesian, Grand Floridian, even, you know, Fort Wilderness and Wilderness Lodge. It's great being able to, you know, if you're staying there, you could take the monorail to the different resorts. You can walk from the Contemporary, you know, to the Magic Kingdom, to the Grand Floridian. You can get back and forth between Fort Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge. We have the Epcot Resort area, the Boardwalk area with, you know, the Boardwalk Resort, Yacht and Beach Club, and Swan and Dolphin, all kind of connected to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Like, it's so nice. It's so easy to get around. Saratoga Springs, yes, I know it's not a park, but Disney Springs, you could walk there. We walked there, you know, probably three or four times. Um... And if you don't want to walk, you can take a boat. I know the, the, the walk can be, depending on where your building is, um, it could be a little bit of a hike, but I think it took us, you know, maybe like 15 minutes or so, 15, 20 minutes. Um, and there was kind of, there was like kind of two ways you could walk. Like the first day we didn't know. So we walked the longer way that kind of takes you to, was it like the marketplace side uh, over there kind of by World of Disney, Earl of Sandwich, like that way. Um, you're kind of like walking along like the busy street there. But then we realized, oh, there's a back entrance that no one was taking where you exit and enter by the Cir Cirque de Soleil building and kind of cut through the golf course, which was a lot quicker. I will admit, though, uh, walking back on that one at night, it was like so dark and I wasn't really worried about anything except maybe some alligators, but it's like, whoa, I didn't even know you could walk this way. Like there was a few times we were walking and I was like, are we like allowed to be back here? Cause it, it didn't seem like the right path, but it was a lot quicker. You kind of just cut through like behind the golf course. We got to our building. It, it was nice. It was, a, it was a nice, enjoyable walk, you know, around the, the water there. And you know, what, what I like to do um, or what we like to do, you know, there's a few different ways you can attack Disney Springs when you stay there. Like one, you could go there for lunch if you wanted to. I know my sister and her boyfriend um, went there for lunch one of the days. We went to like Epcot in the morning, came back, and uh, she didn't feel like eating at Artist Palette. So they walked over to Earl Sandwich, got Earl Sandwich or Chicken Guy, you know. And um, there was another night, you know, we walked there after the parks and just kind of hung out because it was open and, you know, later than the parks were. And, we walk there just to go get Gideon's. Like, it just makes things so much easier when you, especially with Disney Springs, when you don't have to deal with a waiting for a bus to get there, or b trying to uh, you know find a place to park, or you know parking in the garage and dealing with the car. It's just it adds an element to your vacation. You know, it's it's being able to kind of just stop by Disney Springs whenever you kind of feel like it. If you want to just pop in and get some food, if you want to just pop in and get some dessert or just, you know, on a Friday or Saturday when it's open later, like go there and get some drinks, enjoy the live music. It's, you know, you, you don't really get that um, anywhere else on Disney property except maybe like the boardwalk area. 
Um, but I think this one is even on like a bigger scale. You know, one of the main things about Disney's um, Saratoga Springs is that I feel like you get your money's worth with this resort. You know, the resorts are expensive. This one's a deluxe one. It's even more pricey. But at least it feels like, at least to me, like you're not getting cheated. You know what I mean? Like you're getting your money's worth. They have all these amenities. If you want to use the fitness center, you know, the basketball court, the pools, the hot tubs, it, you know, the rooms with the, um, you know, the room itself, like the one we had, like it had the two bedroom with a living room. And even in the living room, there was like a sofa bed, um, you know, a nice TV, nice balcony, the kitchen was perfect like if, I, if we didn't want it like my mom like just brought breakfast and like made like oatmeal and and stuff for breakfast every morning like that saves money it saves time you know laundry washer and dryer in the room you know the other bedroom had the you know its own bathroom like the the rooms like just everything about the resort like i i don't have like a negative thing to say about it you know the only thing that would bother me is if you stay in one of the buildings that's far from like the main lobby. You know, the main lobby and the two buildings closest to it, you have everything right there. You have the pool, the main pool, fitness center, you know, the lobby if you need assistance, you have the quick service food, the groceries, refill your mugs. Like, I remember back in the day, we stayed at Caribbean Beach and I hated it because we were like five buildings down from the main lobby. I had to drive down just to fill up my coffee that bothers me. You know, I'm on vacation. I don't want to be dealing with that. I like being able to take the elevator down a floor, walk five minutes, fill up my coffee mug, pass the golf course, pass the pool. That's my typical morning. That's what I like to do. You know, also like when you're in one of those closer buildings, I feel like it's a closer walk to Disney Springs as well. You know, um, it was nice being so close to the, you know, the entrance and, and exits that way in the paths. But other than that, I don't really have a negative thing to say about it. I really love the resort. I enjoy the resort a lot. You know, and for the rest of my life, there's going to be a special place in my heart for Saratoga Springs because that's where we stayed when I got engaged. I'll never forget coming back to the room and uh, my sister like decorated it with, you know, she had like a balloon shaped like a ring and we had champagne and like candy and stuff like that. Um, I'll never forget, you know, walking back uh, from the parks, uh, back to our building and my wife's just jumping in the pool. I'll never forget like those walks back at night past the, the water there, you know, through the golf course, like such a peaceful, nice walk. Like it's going to have a special place in my heart. You know, and that's why I think it's a great resort and I think it's an underrated resort. So if you guys have stayed there and you agree, you disagree, you haven't stayed there, you want to stay here, maybe I convince you to check it out. Let me know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Uh, let me know what you think. Like, is it underrated? Is it undervalued? Um, just everything I stated with uh, being deluxe and close to Disney Springs. So uh, let me know what you guys think. But that pretty much wraps up everything I have on Saratoga Springs. Uh, just talking about it makes me miss it so much. And I'll always, you know, I, I haven't been there uh, since summer of 2021. Um, and I miss it. I definitely miss it. I know my wife misses it too. And I'm excited for my next trip, you know, because even if it takes a while for us to go back, like it's just going to be that much more special because we haven't been there in a while and we haven't been there, you know, since we got engaged and it'll be our first trip, you know, as husband and wife. So 
I'm really looking forward to that, but I, I am definitely missing it. Um, you know, trying to keep up and, and follow everything online and social media, everything with the, the Chappic and Iger stuff. It's, you know, it's a little bit exhausting. You know, it feels like every other thing you read is about that situation. And I just want to focus on the part, like I want to see pictures of all the holiday treats. I want to see all, you know, the special drinks, the special foods, the, you know, the Christmas party, you know, the, oh, we got to talk about it. The, I saw that they put like the holiday overlay in the land, uh, right at Epcot. Oh my God. Does that look like heaven or what? Have you guys seen that? Like, look, I, how long have they been doing that? Because I went to Disney for Christmas, I think in like 2014 or 15 was the last time. And I don't think the land was decorated like that. Like just seeing, I saw a video and I, I think I paused it and I sent it to everyone I know. Like it looked so cool and relaxing and like that instantly put me in the Christmas spirit. That made me really wish I was going there for Christmas or New Year's or the holidays. Um, I don't know when my next trip is going to be. We've got to figure all that out. Um, I know we're going down to Florida for a wedding uh, in February, but I don't know if we'll have time to actually stop and go to Disney because it's in a different part of the state. But definitely missing it. Can't wait to get back. But that's pretty much uh, all I got for this episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed me talking about Saratoga Springs. I hope, you know, if you haven't stayed there, uh, I hope this episode wasn't boring. Um, I know, like, like I've never stayed at the Polynesian yet. Like, I would love to hear, like, all about it so that the day that I do stay there, you know, I know all the ins and outs and, like, what's good, what they have, what's, you know, what to try. So, uh, so hopefully I could... Uh, provide a little bit of information for you there and maybe like i said maybe i talked it up enough that it uh, made you want to give it a try maybe check it out maybe you've never stayed there and you want to try it now maybe you stayed there once and just thought it was okay or didn't like it you want to give it another shot Um, but that's my pitch you know that's my personal opinion and i think that's what's great about us and here on this podcast like i can give you guys my opinion honestly and if you listen to this and you send me a message like hey yeah you know i stayed at saratoga springs it was terrible. Like the room wasn't ready and this was wrong and they messed up this and we had a far building. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? That sucks. That would make me hate it too. Trust me. I get it. I'm a normal person. I'm not out here trying to uh, convince you to only think how I think. Just giving you my uh, honest opinion and why I like the resort. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram and TikTok, Disney World Today. Uh, Shoot me a DM on there if you have any questions, comments, ideas for the show, topic suggestions. If you find some cool Disney reels or TikToks, send them my way. Uh, And again, if you can, listen to this wherever you are, hit that subscribe button, um, like, um, give a rating, review, whatever you can do to help. I I truly do appreciate it. And if you you do write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. Uh, Hopefully, I would love to do a giveaway soon. Stay tuned. I'm going to try to do a giveaway soon. But and again, too, I said it earlier. If uh, if I showed up on your Spotify Wrapped, uh, take a screenshot, send it my way. I'd love to thank you personally. So that's all I got. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. Stay warm. It's 18 degrees right now um, and dark out already. So that's kind of sad. But always remember, it all started with a mouse. <laughs> <laughs>